Hello, welcome to The Final Swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Do you ever feel a little torn between being too passive and too obsessive over dating? Do you find yourself wanting to take action but not wanting to force things? Well, it sounds like what you're feeling is you want to take some sort of step towards meeting your person, towards changing this whole dating situation you're in, but you want it to feel good. I get that. And, you know, because I get that so much because I'm working with with people like you all the time, I want to invite you to something that I know will feel good. It's my new program called High Vibe Dating Group Coaching. Basically, every month we just get to hang out together. We get to um, go through lessons. So learning, you know, about dating in a divine feminine kind of way in a much more um, intuitive kind of way, the way that I teach. But we go deep into these lessons. And when I'm teaching them, you also get to be live with me. So you get to ask questions as I'm teaching. And then on top of that, we also have another Q&A throughout the month where you get to ask your questions. So like if you're dating somebody you're not sure if it's the right thing or you're feeling a little i'm not sure about if my if if i'm if i'm feeling intuitive or i'm feeling afraid i get to answer those questions for you tap into what you're feeling i get to channel that for you and we get to do this together so you're not alone and um you know we also get to do energetic healings which i really love so it's just really about shifting your energy because you know when we feel like we want to take action but we don't want to do like the whole getting on a dating app or the pushy stuff it's, it's more about like, I, I just want to shift into alignment, you know, cause really that's all it is. You guys, you just got to get you into alignment, into the alignment of your desire, into the alignment of like who, of who you really are. And once we move you into that, it's a direct path. And I don't want you to feel like you need to do this alone. There's no reason for that. And listening to these episodes, episodes are awesome. I mean, I, I, I love creating them for you, but if you really feel like I need to take a little bit more action, I invite you into the program because you get to you know, listen and of course be taking in all this information. But because I'm there with you, you get to go in a little bit deeper and actually take some action. And that on its own, that accountability and just that, you know, knowing that like, okay, I signed up for this thing. Like I'm moving forward to this thing. That is what's going to shift you. So I invite you to the program, High Vibe Dating. It will be life-changing. We've seen many people couple up after being in this program. So I'm really excited to offer it. It's only $67 a month and you can jump in and jump out. So really you guys, it's a no brainer. So I hope to see you there. Head over to nikkinovo.com backslash membership. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the final swipe. So excited to be here with you. Okay. So we're going to talk about beliefs, which changing your beliefs, which is nothing new. I know that, but We can never be reminded enough and it is important that you are working on your beliefs to make sure you're not, uh, you know, screwing yourself in this process, okay? Not getting in your own way. So we're going to talk about um, how I like to change those beliefs. But before we get into that, wanted to read a testimonial from the High Vibe Dating Group Coaching program that we have going on. Uh, You know, every once in a while, well, pretty often, we have people in the group who find their people, that find their partners. And it's so beautiful because the community has learned to, or really just has created around like, you know, it's around high vibes and it's around being positive about this and being encouraging and really being in a place of um, like, this is going to work, right? Because how many times do we have those friends that are 
kind of toxic when it comes to dating or like we'd get in those conversations of like, oh, there's no good guys out there and blah, blah, blah. And we really like get in the habit of those conversations. It's, it's awful. Um, so I really created this group around wanting to focus more on like, this is good. This is working, like cheering each other on. So it's really beautiful that when these, um, people post on, cause we have a private Facebook group and they'll post about like the fact that they met somebody or that they're, um, that they officially have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that um, everybody else cheers them on. So I, I love that. And I just wanted to share this message actually from um, a girl named Stacy, who I was so, um, I don't know, I was just so impressed by what she was able to do with the information that she received from working with me in the group. I, I mean, she was, she just like really took it and ran with it and it worked for her. And I, I was just, just really loved how she didn't doubt it and she just moved forward because she actually was dating this when when she first started working with me she was dating this guy who was non-committal like that had told her that um you know that like he was not really necessarily looking for a for a girlfriend but she and I know that this can go one way or the other but she intuitively felt like that wasn't true um his actions were showing otherwise and um they just really had a deep connection and I kind of, I explained to her, I'm like, okay, well, this can go one way or the other, but this is how you can turn that around. And I went through that whole process with her and she really understood it. And she just like took it and she did such a good job. She's still with him today. And my, one of my favorite moments was when she went on the group and she, she wrote like, cause you can always ask a question. And she wrote, um, no question here. Just wanted to share with you all and Nikki that I officially have a boyfriend. Thank you for everything. And I was like, oh, I just wanted to cry when I saw that. Cause I mean, she did that, you know, she just like really learned how to use her intuition. Um, she also, you learned how to date in a way that came from the divine feminine, you know, that didn't come from this masculine, anxious type place. And, um, she really got it and they're, they're doing great. And, um, she was just such a, such a beautiful success story in the group. So I wanted to share that with you. Okay. In case you want to join the group, I hope you do. And, um, again, it's, it's here in the show notes of this episode, but also you can hover, head over to my Instagram. It's in the profile as well. So it's called high vibe dating group coaching. If I'm tongue twisted around this, I should probably change something in that title. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. So let's talk about beliefs. So beliefs are, uh, just in case you don't know, right. They're like limiting. We have, um, Typically, we have limiting beliefs. You know, we we get raised thinking certain things about ourselves. We might think that, like, you know, I'm the smart one. I'm not the pretty one, or I'm um, I'm dramatic. That was one for me. I'm complicated. Um, I always date guys that are not emotionally available. I know it's a big one. <laughs> so with, this is these beliefs that, you know, maybe sometimes they are true, you know, like sometimes your life shows you that, but it's just a belief. So what if I just change it and start believing something else and start bringing in something new to our lives? Because the idea is that once we have a dominant thought, our life will, we like our brain always wants to prove itself correctly. So it will put us in the situation to show that that belief is true. Um, but it is our job to make sure that we believe it, right? So in the first part of the book, 
the final swipe, I talk about like how we find those beliefs. So you definitely want to do that work first. Like what are those limiting beliefs? You know, um, where do they come from? What do they look like? Uh, where, where do they get in the way? All that kind of stuff, which I think most of you, a lot of you might know if you don't check out the book, but, um, what we're going to focus on more today is like how we actually change them. So I'm sure you can at least come up with one to two, um, beliefs that you feel like, ah, you know, I've, I've heard myself say that. So in the book that I share, when I discovered I had this limiting belief. So I was dating a lot, a lot, a lot, but I was never really connecting with anybody. Uh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, why can't I like fall in love? You know, like, why can't I connect? And I was there one day, like talking to a girlfriend of mine, we were eating ice cream and I was telling her about like, you know, oh gosh, these problems that I was having and dating and just complaining, you know, letting it all out. And talking, then talking about my ex-boyfriend because I had gone through this bad breakup. And I was like, you know, I just, I just, I'm never going to fall in love again. You know, I just said that statement. I'm like, I'm just never going to fall in love again. Like that was it for me. And in that moment, I just felt like I was like rising above my body and, and hearing myself say that I was like, oh my gosh, duh. Like if I believe that, like I'm going to purposely date guys that I can't connect to. You know, I'm going to purposely date people that I can't fall in love with. with. I'm going to purposely keep my, my heart closed, all those kind of things, because I don't want to fall in love again. Um, I want the story to be true that like, that was my one true love. Like I was so romantic about that story and now nostalgic about that story that like, I wanted that story to be true. So I convinced myself that like, I was never going to fall in love again. Right. And that was, that was the dominant belief in my mind. And, uh, without changing that, I should, there was no reason for me to date because I was just, like nothing was an experience wasn't going to change that belief for me right like I had to change that belief I wasn't even able to attract any new experiences because I was believing this so once I heard myself say that and I had already been studying um, at the time hypnosis which I really love you guys if any of you feel like oh my gosh you can't kick a certain belief I really um, recommend hypnosis and I was studying it at the time and I'm like oh my gosh like check that out like look what I just said and it was such a big um, aha moment for me and then from there I started working on that belief and that's how everything changed for me so one of the first things that we can do which I'm sure you've heard before is repeating mantras right so it's finding that you know belief of um I'm never going to fall in love again and turning it around to make it something that gives you space to um, bring love in, right? So I'm never going to fall in love again. It feels like a closed door, right? Like if you hear that, that you're like, oh, that's so narrow. That's so closed. That's why we say like, oh, they're narrow minded because the the terms, the beliefs that they have are so, um, they leave so much out, right? So basically like I was leaving out so many opportunities by saying that very narrow minded, right? So what I want to do is I want to turn that scent, that phrase around in a way that makes me, my mind be more open-minded, right? So that I have more experiences. So sometimes, you know, I, I recommend definitely like trying to flip it to the positive, but sometimes if it's something very triggering, um, or it's something that we've been, le- been believing for a very long time, it's hard to go like just to the positive. Cause when we go just to the positive, it feels like, um, we're lying, you know, it just, our body is like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the feeling. So I always say like work up the emotional scale, you know, like start from in a place that feels like, okay, and then work your way up. So in that moment, I was really attached to that. I was never going to fall in love again to flip that around and say like, I'm going to fall in love again. That 
I mean, that would have been like a shock to my system. So what I do is I flip that to, I'm getting ready to fall in love, to be open to falling in love again. I'm getting ready to open my heart again, right? So it's like, I'm not there yet, but I'm getting ready. I'm getting used to the idea. I'm getting okay with the idea. I'm, I'm opening up to. So if you find yourself like just switching directly to the positive, it that may feel worse because it feels like a lie. So I encourage you to come up with something that kind of leads you to the, the positive that is a little bit more neutral than like the super positive that feels unrealistic. Okay. So, and I love that practice just like every night, like just kind of going through my thoughts and seeing all the negative ones and trying to bring them to the positive, you know, just really writing them out and be like, Oh, look, I'm thinking this. Okay. Like, well, what's like, what's a realistic way to look at this? You know, not a super positive way, but what's a realistic way. Then once I write out the realistic, then I can move into the positive. So we always want to like move up the scale, not necessarily like flip it on its head because it's going to feel really not real. Okay. So the next thing that we mentioned in the final swipe is you want to visualize. So this was a big game changer for me. Um, so when I realized that I didn't want to fall in love again and, and what I was thinking was that like all I was doing was visualizing um, my last relationship. First of all, I was like going back into that place all the time. Like I was thinking about all the beautiful, happy moments that we had together. And then I was visualizing ways that possibly this could work out. <laughs> You know, um, I was visualizing ways that like I was, you know, conspiracy, like, is that a word? Sorry. I was like having all these ideas about like, well, how could I possibly get back and how could it work together? And I was just fantasizing about how we could possibly get together and what life would look like and all these kind of things. So that those were my visualizations, right? Which those were never going to get happen. So I was really like stuck in a rut. Um, so what I realized was like, well, and that's the thing about breakups. It's very much a trauma to the brain because if we're dating somebody for a decent amount of time or we're married, let's say we visualize our future with that person. So we just like, you know, see everything with that person when that reality doesn't exist anymore. When we break up or we get divorced, the brain is like, oh my gosh, where do I go? Right? Like has no idea where to go. So it's important to start giving the brain like new bridges, new visualizations so that it it knows where to go. So I started realizing um, that like I, my brain didn't know where to go. Like it, it didn't have another picture. It didn't have another vision. It couldn't see anything. Um, it, it all it saw was like misery, a lot like misery with dating people I didn't like, or somehow, some way getting back with my ex. That's like, those are the two, only two options for it. So I decided to give it a n- another visual and I just started to really, work on visualizing what it would look like to meet, you know, the love of my life, what it would look like to um, get married with somebody that wasn't my ex, um, all those things. Right. And, you know, I have to remind you that like this requires intention that it's not just like, Oh, I'm on like the subway and I'm visualizing like, no, like that you are carving time out that you're like, okay, I'm going to go for this 15 minute run. And like, all I'm going to do is visualize that thing. I'm going to wake up 15 minutes early and I'm going to sit in meditation. I'm going to visualize like, we really have to, um, we really have to spend time, right? Like the things about the thoughts that I was talking about earlier, the first step was, that's something that like, I mean, I still do, right? That, like I step time before I go to sleep to journal out all these things and making sure that I'm constantly bringing my beliefs into a place that um, serves me, right? So you can't just like take this and not put it into action, you guys. It's not going to work. So what I started to do with that was um, I would visualize while I was running. I like the idea of visualizing when you're working out and exercising because your body's already in a good place and a good vibe. It's feeling good. It's It has those endorphins going. So when you give it um, 
visualizations, it just, it just like supercharges your visualization because it feels real. You know, it feels like, oh, this is good. This can happen. The intent, the, the feelings are stronger. It's really great. So, um, and if you read the book, I talk about the, I used to run around my neighborhood, which there was a lot of wedding dress shops coincidentally. And I would visualize myself like in the shop, like getting changed, you know, putting on my dress and all these kind of things. And, um, funny enough, my husband and I got married. Um, our wedding song was a song that was on that running playlist by coincidence. It wasn't like, I was like, Oh, let's use this song. Like he recommended the song. And I was like, I think that song was on my wedding, like my playlist of like trying to visualize my partner. So there you go. That's how it works. But if you want to know the full story, you can read the book. Okay. So definitely visualizing, making sure you're spending some time visualizing, not only visualizing like the super, super future where you're, you know, getting married, but also, or, or, you know, in partnership, but also visualizing, um, the, the immediate stuff, you know, that you're going on good dates, that you have dates, that you're enjoying yourself, you know, that you're seeing like the, the, the immediate future, not just like the super, super future out. Okay. The third tip for changing your belief, I'm trying to look at this. Okay. Is, is feeling. So this isn't, so feel what you want to feel is what, what the title of this section is. So feeling what you want to feel means, and here's the thing. So we, our thoughts loop into our emotions. So like, you know, when we think something, we feel something, but also when we feel something, we think something. So there's always a loop. And I wouldn't say that there's like, um, I don't know, like a black and white rule as to which is the best way to enter. But sometimes people can enter just through the thoughts and they can work on the, on the thoughts and like kind of work at the head. But then many times we also have to enter through the body because the body is absorbing all these emotions and these, 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 um, triggers and things like that. So like you might've experienced something horrific and what stays, what you remember is the feeling of it. Right. So I know I've talked about this several times. Um, probably I feel like I, I like it was hard for me to, I always felt like I was, um, low on my bank account. So every time I would like go sign on to my bank account, like the same feeling would come through like this. And I had like my body was, it was kind of like when you, when you train a dog to like, I ring this bell and then the dog comes and to eat its food or whatever. Like, that's really what it felt like. I just felt like the minute I typed in, like my body was trained to be like, Oh no, Nikki, like there's not going to be enough in there. And my body, I wasn't even thinking that my body was already feeling that. Right. So we have to also train the body to feel something different than what you currently feel, which may be like, I currently feel lonely and like that loneliness is so strong that I'm not sure I'm ever going to not feel lonely, right? Um, I may feel um, anxious that like things are not going to pan or, you know, every time, or I may feel that like when I start liking somebody by like date four, I'm going to get dumped. My body is already feeling that. So we also want to work on what we want to feel and reworking those emotions. So those feelings, I'm sorry. So like, this is another thing that you can do before you go to sleep that you just sit there in your bed and you're like, okay, like, oh my God. And you have to get really cheesy and really exaggerated about it. But I want you to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so good to be in love. Like I feel amazing. Um, I feel secure. I feel, um, I just feel so safe, so happy, like just all the things and just really letting your body feel into that. So in addition to doing that, you also want to, rework any any um kind of like ptsd feelings so like let's say every time you open the app 
you have that feeling that I had when I opened my bank account. You would just automatically like go into like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm doing this. So even reworking like little triggers. So not just reworking into your future beliefs that you like the future feelings that you want to have, which you'll do separately. But if you see yourself doing things on a day to day that are causing like a triggered feeling, I want you to be like, oh, I see that feeling and I'm going to rework it this time. I'm going to open the swat, the, you know, the app and it's going to be good. And I'm going to, I, I've just, I feel it like today's a good day. Like this is working for me. Like I just, I can feel it. Right. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, right. So you're going to rework that feeling in the moment as well. So you're going to do two things. You either, you're going to work on it on a separate time, like just, you know, in the evening before you go to sleep or in the morning, whatever that you're actually setting time aside for it. And you're also going to work it on the things that you see trigger you throughout the day so that your body can start feeling something else. And for those of you who are not um, involved with your body, like that's a really important part of this, you guys, you have to have a relationship with your body and it has to be a good one. So making sure that you're, you know, you're doing that as well. All right. That is uh, what I wanted to cover today. Again, I talk about this in the um, final swipe. You can buy it on Amazon. And that was in, well, in the first edition, I believe that's chapter, yeah. In the first edition, it's chapter five, but in the second edition, it's chapter six. So, all right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that helps. Let me know how that works for you. Um, Always happy to hear from you. And thank you for being here. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com. 